Are we that's live? The, that's the bat signal. Are we on air? We're on air. Oh. Bat signal alight. We need an on air. Actually, not ready at all. <laughs> I'm not either, honestly. <laughs> we're both like, we oh, just God. sat still. We Get sat ready. still. Um, yeah, it's like, how do you sit as close as humanly possible to this microphone, but fidget at the same time? Or be comfortable. Or be, yeah. You're just supposed to be uncomfortable so that you're alert and don't fall asleep. You know. I'm looking at you, Scoot. We could have just got headsets. <laughs> For what? Set of microphones? They're lower quality. I agree, but then we could do whatever we wanted. We could. Somebody, we could run around and do this podcast. I'm turning mine up a little. I'm going to turn yours up a little. Did you That's pause it? better. Nope. Okay. I never Look know. It. I can't see the computer, and even if I could, I wouldn't know what's happening. Especially if we're in the first couple minutes. I'm going to listen to it 50 times. Yeah, that's a good point. Not two hours in, you're like, I don't know. It's good. Yeah. It's Once good. you hit 15 minutes, I'm probably just leaving it in for everyone to hear. Yeah. I'm like, we've committed at that point. Well, now that we're 15 minutes in, let's uh, start the <laughs> podcast. Let's go. Uh, I saw you squeezing your little belly button. I am. Not my belly button. Well, my it was belly, in there. Your it, belly button's right in the middle. I don't know why. That's. I've been doing it tonight. I don't know why. <clears throat> Does it feel good? I guess. All right, cool. You do you, boo-boo. It's like a weird belly it's lit, massage. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's lit. <clears throat> so today... Today. Today. Wait, we gotta do the intro. Day of today. I'm working on it. Oh, okay, good. Today is another Scoot Run podcast. Oh my god, no way. Podcast. That explains why I feel so relaxed and had no research <laughs> to do. That's why this was so easy. This is so easy. <laughs> yeah. So you're just finding out now that it's my podcast, right? I am. You just sat me down in the room, put the headphones on me, and I, told yeah. me to set it up, and I was still like, I have no idea what's going on. Well, I told Red I was going to plan this two weeks ago, and I didn't. <laughs> so, here don't we let, are. Don't let that haunt your dreams. Here we are. <clears throat> um, no, it's all good. It was a holiday. It was, but um, no excuses in this house. So... <laughs> that could easily be... Red scooting, red scooting, red talking or scoot talking. I feel like we're both that way. No excuses in this house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Hello and welcome to welcome. That Happened, where I tell Red strange history that, that happened. happened. switched up our names and everything i know i had to change it on the notes that way i didn't actually read <laughs> so my you read name. it correctly yeah because <laughs> i got to get the cadence down and say it right mm, i like it that's All smart right. now it's time for intro banter <laughs> you're giving away my script secrets go ahead and start <laughs> let's hear it um, happy New Year. I hope yeah. everyone has got all their new plans together. And I don't care if you've made new plans every year of your life. That doesn't mean that things won't be different this time. So go for it. Because the day you stop going for it is the day you get boring. 
And Get don't be boring. boring, fam. Don't be boring. You're boring. Go for it. So happy new uh, charge of excitement. Yeah. I'm jumping on a bunch of stuff. I'm really excited about it. So. 2024. Yeah. It's an even year. It Twos is and fours are good numbers. It started on a Monday. Started on a Monday, not a Tuesday. Not a Tuesday. That's a good sign. It is a good sign. As we, as you might have learned from a previous episode. We are getting a new president this year, right? How is that a positive thing? It's just a fact of life. It's going to be <laughs> not a stressful situation, I believe, for literally any side of a situation. <laughs> I'm trying to be like... Okay, I'm sure everyone knows where I lean if they listen to this, but no matter what happens, it's not fun and it's stressful. And there's a lot of vi- vigor, vinegar, vinegar, and how people talk about other people, and that's just not nice to listen to or be part of. It's not. It's, it's no fun for me. How could it be fun? You don't do anything. Well, some people do stuff, and it's no fun. Um, <laughs> I have to hear about it. Um, Do you want to guess what our topic is about today? Um, Birds. Birds. No, but I'm going to write that down. (laughs) This is how I get my podcast ideas. (laughs) Last time was about birds. I know. That's why I guessed it. What else do you think it's about? Uh, Trees. Trees. No. Good guess. Also writing that down. What? All right. Third guess. (laughs) Pirates. Pirates, no. You already have that written down. I do have that written down. Good guess. You know my secrets. I did tell her all the things that I had written down, and I would hope that she'd forgotten. Well, that's a hard one to forget. Birds? Yeah. <laughs> the pirate Never one? mind the 800 bird feeders around the house. I don't know. what Those are nor- They were there when we got here. <laughs> tweet, tweet, tweet. I love it. Uh, no, it's because pirates are on my list, too. Oh. Um... But there's nothing specific that I've come across, nor you. So I haven't it doesn't either. really count it's, to me. Yeah. One of these days. I already know my next podcast, though. You do? Yeah. Well, today's podcast is about... It's not... Okay. Last time it was about, like, one specific instance. Right. Today is more of, like, I had an idea, uh-huh, and uh-huh. I found some stuff that fits in that idea... But it's kind of all over the place. Is Does that a, make any sense? Is it a sense? doom pile episode? No, it all makes sense. It all ties together. Okay. It makes sense. Okay. It's like a linear story, but it's not so much about one thing. Well, I guess what? it is. Those I don't are know. opposite statements. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, <clears throat> We're having a good time. The story. Okay, here we go. The story is about. Give me a good clue so I can guess it. Oh, okay. Um, it has to do with Hawaii. Oh, is it about a surfer? Yes. Oh, look at that. I guessed it. Yeah. That's the only thing they do there, right? Eat pineapples and surf? I think so. I don't think they do anything. I don't think they sleep or go to the bathroom it's or anything. It's paradise. It is, you're right. Why would you sleep? Yeah, they don't need to. They probably see stars and shit. They're just doing the hula. And What's sleep. that like? <laughs> Honestly, I'm jealous of the pineapple situation they have there. Yeah, you can just grow a pineapple. Well, they eat it there all the time, and it's normal. If I eat too many pineapples, people start to look at me weird. 
why you so obsessed with pineapples? I'm like, they're so good. Why are you so obsessed with me? That's the pineapple well, singing. Well, well, yeah. In the, I'm the, I am in the a fridge. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> you got I'm the hair. Definitely a pineapple. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty low today. Mm. So I'm trying to find. Not as humid out. Okay. I'm trying to find. He's gonna. Okay, here's his full name. I'm gonna do my best to pronounce it. Ooh, exciting! Because it is Hawaiian, and Hawaiian is pretty hard to read, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Um, hopefully, I have nothing to help you with because you're yeah. the one who's been to Hawaii a bunch of times. Well, it it's like when you see Honolulu or like Oahu, like. It makes sense when you've heard it a bunch of times and mm. then you see it. Well, even Hawaii is supposed to be Hawaii. Hawaii. It's a V? Yeah, it's a V. Hawaii? Hawaii. There's a glottal stop in there, right? Hawaii? Yeah. I have a friend uh, from Hawaii, and that's the one thing she taught me. When I went, yeah. <laughs> when I went, man, we were getting instructions from locals, and they were, like, talking about these, oh, go down, you know, this street. And they said it, and I was like, I have no idea what you said. And if, even though I heard what you said, mm-hmm. I'm not going to know what that looks like, spelt, because it's just... Anyways. Um, his name is Edward... Oh, yeah, that is tough. Ryan. That he, wow. <laughs> it's really wow. hard. Well, they put in... It's R-Y-O-N, all right? And then it's... Uh, Ryan. On, not off. Ma- Makahani? Makahana-a? Makahana-ai? <laughs> all good options. I like Makahana-i. Makahana-i? Or Makahana-i. It's M-A-K-U-A-H-A-N-I. Wait. M-A-K-U-A-H-A-N-A-I. Is there an apostrophe in it? No. Oh. It's one word. Makahana-i. That's a good one. I like that one. And then... It's so nice. Drink up, buddy. But we didn't do a cheers. A-I cow? A... A cow, A I K A U. That's his last name, A I K A U. Aikua. Aikua. That's wow. You're good at it. I'm a word gal. I'm like Aikawa. <laughs> you I said Aikawa or something. Aikua. That um, sounds right. What's yeah. the nickname gonna be? His name. Well, so that's his full name. Most of the time, it's just Eddie. Aikua. Oh, right. Eddie it is. Eddie. Eddie with so, the surfer board. Do you know anything about In Eddie? In my head, he's got a blue and yellow surfer board. Eddie, how did you say his last name? Aikua? Aikua. 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 Do you know anything about him? I think I know it a little bit from Drunk History. Damn it. <laughs> I did this whole thing. I wrote a bunch of pages, and I was, like, really trying to get stuff down. And then I swear I got to the end of, like, reading through Wikipedia uh-huh. after I typed everything. Uh-huh. I didn't just use Wikipedia this time. I used some other stuff, too. Yeah. And it says, um, talked about on episode something of Drunk History. And I went, damn it. I did a whole thing. You and know, it was already. And I know you watch so much Drunk History. I, so I was like, you probably already shows. know more than I do. I'm not saying it's inspired me, but it's inspired yeah me <laughs> i'm like you probably i'm sure we'll watch drunk history and he'll that guy will tell it way better than i'm about to well if you're interested in the story listen to our podcast first <laughs> yeah and then check our loose facts with drunk history's loose facts because they play the same game we do 
They do. Loose facts. And they're drunk. We're drinking, but we're not, like, wasted like some of those people. No. <laughs> I have yet to end a podcast night face down on the floor. Yeah. Or in a pool. <laughs> yeah, pushed into the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good show. Do you need some water? Yeah. That's a really fun show. We should watch it after this. I'm always down. Okay. I'll find out what it is, but... um. So I've got... A Wait, br- a side note. It has been a couple of years since I've watched that episode. Okay, good. I was reading this, and I was like, it feels so familiar. <laughs> I thought it was just a good story. And then it was like, drunk history. And I went, that's why. I already know this. I've <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I didn't look up... Conned yourself. I, my idea was I wanted to do something about surfing uh-huh, uh-huh. in Hawaii. Let's, let's go on this journey. And here's where we're at this is where i landed on yeah it's a great example yeah i'm sure i honestly don't remember a lot of details so i'm still very excited okay we don't have a ton of details in this but (laughs) (laughs) already disappointed yeah don't get your hopes up (laughs) it's a scoop podcast all right (laughs) um lots of questions today so i've got like but you have no brief no but (laughs) your questions will not be answered (laughs) We've got a brief history of surfing, just real uh-huh. brief. Uh-huh. Um, oh, good. The I first want to know the history. surfing references were found in Polynesia. Okay, yeah. Right? Which is, from what I know, they're the ones who inhabited Hawaii. The Polynesians? Yeah. Okay. Like they, you know, sailed across the oceans exploring and they landed on Hawaii, and that is how the natives got there. I could be wrong. I didn't look it up, but from what? my understanding, you didn't, that's... You're like, I have nothing. I have, I have no nothing details, to write. And no. you couldn't look up it's who, just, where the Polynesians were. It's just so much work. Um, <laughs> so the first so, references were found in mark, Polynesia. We're just going to say... So it very well could have been actually invented in Hawaii. Hawaii it says... Hawaii, no, no, no. But... Oh. oh. It says, it says the Polynesians brought surfing to Hawaii. Oh. When? Oh, I guess I that know. means we don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was reading real quick. I have that cave paintings from the 12th century show people riding on waves. Um, 12th century? 12th century. So 1100s. Um, in Polyn- Polynesia. And then it says, in the course of seafarings, Polynesians brought surfing to Hawaii, and the sport went viral. It blew up. It blew, it blew up, fam. Yeah, so, so... Do you think... I mean, we have evidence back to the 12th century. But I'm sure it predates that. Yeah, that's because just... Because humans are amazing. That's just the first surfing reference. Uh, You know how we were talking about the end of the world back in the 500s? Yeah. In the other episode, check it out if you have questions. And we didn't find <clears throat> anything that really referred to the change in water level mm-hmm. or or islands that appeared or disappeared. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if it's like, you know, the people who could ski did all right in that eternal winter. I wonder if the surfers or they also, like, gained more status at that time. Yeah, blew up about it. Yeah, it just became more useful. Oh, I don't that's know. True. Is surfing yeah. ever a useful thing, or is it just a game? In this story, it is. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm going to put a pin in that thought, and perhaps I'll come back to it if I recall. Yes. My pins fall out all the time. I forget. 
<laughs> it says surfing in Hawaii wasn't only a sport, but also an important part of the religion. The tree choice was vital, and religious rituals were practiced during the surfboard shaping. So it's a vibe. Well, yeah, it's it's the big part of their culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like picking the tree. I mean, that it's you're a vibe. Make with utmost respect for me, yeah. that's like the best possible thing. Is it's a vibe, not like it's a whatever. They're just hanging out. Who cares? I'm like, that's like when you're having a like really good time on every level. Yeah, it's a big deal. Cool. It's a big deal. But it's not like for harvesting fish or anything. It's a spiritual thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I buy it. I buy it. Looks terrifying to me. Those are usually pretty spiritual. <laughs> so Um, it says everybody surfed. Men, women, children, kings. Has Scoot surfed? I have. What? When did you surf? It was oh, I was like a young teenager. Were you gangly yet? I I don't think so. You're still short? I think so. Oh, that's not it as fun in, for me. To, in my head, you're gangly already. No, it was... <laughs> we were pretty young. Okay. We were like 13, 14 or something. And we were in Monterey Bay, California. So the waves really weren't that big. Did you go to the aquarium? We did. Okay. Very we cool. didn't surf very at cool. the aquarium, though. They wouldn't let us. Um, <laughs> no, we They're took, just fishes. Who cares? <laughs> we took a class. And honestly, the waves here on the East Coast were, were bigger. Like, the waves there were... were where we were, we're only like three feet tall. Oh, wow. So it wasn't the like... The waves here are not that big. But we've right. seen them constantly, right? Yeah, we've seen yeah. a lot of them. So we've also seen how, like, probably the biggest they get. Yeah, we, we, it was like... It was like bodyboarding, but you're standing on a surfboard. Like, it wasn't... We're not like classic surfing where you're in a tunnel, just like super cool, mm-hmm. hand on the inside of the wave, and just I like definitely dolphins jumping out. 10-year-old Scoot. Being yeah. super cool in a 10-foot tunnel. No, and we didn't even have the short... Well, okay, here's the shorts? story. Shorts? We didn't even have shorts! Oh no, God. no. Nudie surfing yeah, for kids. Yeah, that's how it's it works. So, it's religious, okay? It's it's important. <laughs> um, no, we, All right, just mom signed put on some my clothes. brother and I up for a surfing class. Cool. And he brought out, like, these seven, eight-foot boards... Two, they're big. Like seven they're really, of them, or no. between seven. <laughs> Just checking. Man, what did I lose facts today? Um, seven, two, eight foot boards. Each of you I get did not two measure and one them. One of us gets three. I did not measure them. They were really long. Like when uh-huh. you picture someone surfboarding, you but always, you were like ten, so they're probably like five foot, and you were like, yeah. wow, these are huge. But there wasn't like, <laughs> so when you picture someone surfing, I always picture the short one, the short pointy mm. one, and they're doing all the tricks and stuff on. Okay. Right? The sports car. That was, that is a newer thing. That's like after the 50s. Before that, it was always these really long boards, because the longer the board, the more stable it is. Right. So, That's what I picture. Like, it, but I don't like watch surfing or do it. And so in my head, I just see the pictures of the people out on the beach holding a board. Yeah. That's twice their size. Yeah. So it's like that. And, you know, you're like laying on it and then you like paddle, paddle, paddle. And then you start like, then you start bodyboarding. Uh huh. And then you have to stand up. And it's pretty hard to get like get up. So how many times did Baby Scoot 
get onto his footsies. So the funny thing is, I think I did it two or three times. Uh-huh. And he was teaching us when a wave's coming, you can go over it or you can go under it, right? Because right. you're trying to get out to the right spot. And you go over it before it breaks. Right. So, like, if it's just a little wave, you can go over it. But if it's about to break, you want to go under it because otherwise it'll get messed up. Well, I decided one was coming and it was about to break. So I thought, I can't go over the top. I'm going to have to go below it. And I tried to go below it. <laughs> the front of the board went up and the part I was on went down and I snapped the surfboard in half. <gasps> I snapped it in half. Like, the fiberglass cut me up a little bit. And oh, I you're was like, fine. I'm like holding the board in two pieces, and the instructor, Aww. he was really nice. He was like, it's okay, and he gave me his, but he had the short, like, trick one, <laughs> and I could not stand you up on it. You just started breaking out tricks like nobody's business. Yeah, it was super good. No, I'm Eddie. I, I My name's Eddie. <laughs> I couldn't stand up on it at all. It was way too... It, it moved everywhere, uh-huh. right? Which is good if you're trying to do a bunch of tricks, but not if you're trying to learn. So after I broke it, I did not get up anymore. My brother was having a great time. Oh, surfing. no. Not the sibling rivalry. Yeah, it was awful. Worst day of my life. Anyways. <laughs> Next no. to that so other was... day, you went home and he was doing skateboard tricks. Yeah. And so you spent the day learning the same skateboard trick. Over and over until I could do it better. Yeah. Yeah. That was your goal that day. It was. I was I was dating you at the time, so that day I just got videos of you skateboarding, and I was like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> Competitive. I haven't seen him do it before or since. Oh yeah. Even talk about it. Who I don't cares? think I could do it now. <laughs> Have you ever surfed? No. You've seen me at the beach. Have you bodyboarded and stuff? No. Really? Really, really. Never? I was in a wave. Well, okay. I didn't grow up by the beach. Grew up That's in fair. Central America, not Central America, but the Central center, America, <laughs> the center of America. <laughs> no beaches except for Galveston, which sucked. Um, I did go to a wave pool at one of those. Ooh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like, like, like a water park. Wa- thank you. <laughs> a water park where they had the big wave pools, and yeah. it was slammed with people. And I was old enough to swim. But, I, you know, I just don't like water. Yeah. And I went into the wave pool, and I got tossed and tossed, and I had people slamming into me, and I think that experience is such a big reason why I do not fuck with the ocean. Yeah. No, sir. If we lived in a place like Hawaii or something like that where there's pretty good weight, I think I would be out there a lot more. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Okay. But. Oh, well, I come watch you? Yeah. I just don't want to be in the water. That's okay. That stuff kills you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I dangerous. Plus plus yeah. um seaweed. Is it weird that I'm more freaked out by seaweed in the water than I am by sharks? No, cuz seaweed's creepy feeling when yes. it's on you. Oh god, it's the worst. Okay. Wait, uh, I have one more thought. Okay. Why has no one ever made a a what are we talking about? Surfing. A surfboard. Thank you. What are we talking about again? Thank you. A surfboard. I got to do more check on with, learning. <laughs> you do with wheels, like a surfboard, skateboard. I think a it's called. Skate. It's called a longboard. No, no, those are still not very long, though. I know, but I think that's what it is. I want a full size surf skate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll get you one. You can get little um, strings to attach to the front axle. So no, you pull no, the right, pull the left, and you can turn left and right. That's a car. 
No, no, it's a surf skate. No. You can stand on it if you can get up your speed. Hang 10. Hang 10. Catch some I love rocks. your lingo. <laughs> Radical, dude. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, to the story. People like James Cook and Mark Twain wrote about surfing. and um, Who's James Cook? An author? And uh, Nope. I don't know. He's an explorer. Okay. It might be. The, he's Captain Cook. Might be the guy who discovered the white person who learned there was a Hawaii. Not discovered. I take that word back as soon as I said it. I apologize. But yeah. he might be that guy. I'm I hear, sure what, I hear guy. what you're saying. From Peter Pan. Yeah, and Mark Twain is Mark Twain. Yeah, Captain Hook. Wait, why was Mark Twain talking about surfing? I don't know. What What was? What did he reference it in? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Loose facts. Uh, no, Just... I want something. Give me something. I know a lot about Mark Twain. I know his life story. So when did he write about surfing? I don't know. That's why I was like, I want to know what era he was in, what he was writing. I will look it up. Please tell me. Because he was like when did a travel writer for a long time. And he wrote a bunch of railroads around the U.S., and then he worked for, like, newsletters, and he was just kind of always dicking off and scribbling things and making enough to get by. Okay, it says, about the same time, a surfing a surf publication mentioned that Twain was one of the first reputable writers to witness surfing in its native Polynesian state, and had written it in... His 1872 travel log travel called, called Roughing It. There you go. 1872 Roughing It. So it was part of his travel writing yeah. era. That's cool. That's cool. I do want to know what they mean by surfing in its native state. I don't know. I, like, what was the other... To me, there's just one kind of surfing. It now? Yeah, I don't know either. Was Were they trying to surf before they saw the native version? And it was just like people out there in cardboard boxes? I mean, it says that there were strict rule system that regulated who could surf on which spot. So it was like... Mm. When, Classes, sexist, and uh, racist? Pro- maybe, but... <laughs> sounds I like when I hear strict rules. It sounds like surfing was a pretty big deal. It wasn't just like a cool sport you can do whenever you feel like it. Why? I don't know. Religious stuff? Wait, big deal to the Polynesians? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. So when he said... Hold on. In their natural state. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> are you okay? I, I'm just recovering. Her brains are all over the wall. <laughs> They're scrambled like eggs. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. So those two guys wrote about it, and um, the sport became high interest people were much more interested in it all around the world now okay because I'm, they're reading about it i'm just saying that it implies that there is a non-native state surfing yeah like people are trying to surf but they're not doing it right no. but i can't even okay i want to know more it says this in the, the usual vibe <clears throat> of these episodes it is yeah <laughs> i want to know more do your own research anyways <laughs> Uh, isn't uh, it for me? <laughs> it is. I... <laughs> yeah, and I did not prepare for questions today. Put a pin in it. 
Oh, yeah. Those always fall out. Yeah, just put them in a little neat pile. Hat pen. Says in the early 50s, uh-huh. a man named Jack O'Neill invented the first wetsuit. Oh, that's cool. What what was different about a wetsuit? Uh, like, the wetsuit protected surfers from the cold California waters. And a big surf boom happened a decade later because of the wetsuit and smaller boards that provided for, quote, radical turns. So before, oh. n- nobody wants to get in freezing water. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And the wetsuit, it's, you know, it's like rubber. You can get really thick rubber. You can get thinner rubber. But what it does is it traps water in it. And then your body warms up the water that's in it, and then you're warmer. So you're not just in this freezing cold water. You're, like, warmer in the water. Does that, that was, make sense? That was one of my questions. Yeah. But now you didn't even have the opportunity to answer one of my questions. Well, what's a dry suit? Um, before you get in the water? Close. You're it's not a dry suit. You don't really wear it for surfing. Uh, a business casual. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-piece suit. <laughs> um, it's what it is is it's pretty much a wetsuit that you wear, uh-huh. but it's watertight, so no water gets in. Oh, that makes so you're sense. Like a duck. Yeah, you're completely dry. They should call it a duck suit. But it's baggier. So like wetsuits are like skin tight, um, but dry suits are more for like scuba diving, and then you have to wear like a, I'm pretty sure you have to wear like a helmet. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Like sometimes they're really baggy. Yeah, yeah, that's in, a dry like, suit. Discovery shows and stuff. Yeah. Huh. And usually they wear a helmet, and so you're not, like, in the water. Like, you're in a helmet Oh, I am here dry. for the dry suit. Yeah, and you that's can talk, and you can do all this stuff. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it's more of like astronaut. an... I was going to say, it's more of like an astronaut suit. In than the a, ocean. Than a scuba suit. Oh. Um. So with the oh. wetsuit and smaller boards... I did see that. <laughs> Thanks. Wetsuit more and people, smaller boards. More people are surfing. Because mm. it's more fun, and it's more comfortable. It uh, reminds me of a little something called Mount Everest. Have you heard of it? No. What is that? Well, okay. Uh, what is it? I, <laughs> I don't actually know. <laughs> Mount Everest? You know Mount Everest? No. Yes, you do. I'm Stop yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, well, you did know Leonardo da Vinci last week. The code. Dude, yeah. that's a, <laughs> that killed me. <laughs> um, well, you know how... Like, some people climbed it, and it was like, woo, white people climbed Mount Everest. And before that, they were the locals that had their paths that they go up. Yeah, yeah. They do it all the time. We just don't talk about them. Well, they've kind of made it a business now. Yeah. Where, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have a couple of the locals create the trail every spring. Yeah. They go up and risk their lives to make the trail so that they can carry through wealthy... Uh, white <laughs> travelers or, you know, of higher class and status travelers. Um, and then those people could say, oh, I climbed Mount Everest, but it really isn't that physically demanding anymore because you're getting weighted on hand and foot by the locals. Yeah, and all the, the Sherpas, I think, right? Thank you, the Sherpas, Sherpas. They just carry all your stuff to the next base yeah and then you just have to walk up there yeah what the fuck and is then that? you sit there and then, you know you do your thing and then you just yeah i it's agree bananas. it's more touristy than anything and they're just leaving trash everywhere and they're not like walking up to a mountain oh, and then I'm figuring getting, out how to I'm climb getting it. hot under the collar right now <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> We'd be like additional reasons to rage, listeners. Here you go. Here you go. They're ruining Mount Everest. They're li- we literally are. Yeah. What's next? Space already ruined. Look up space trash. Our world is literally surrounded in... I don't know if it's thousands or millions, but we're in like this cloud of broken metal mm-hmm. that's just flying around our planet at crazy speeds. Yeah. And we're just leaving it there. Eventually, we won't even be able to get out of orbit. It's like Wally. <sighs> but not as cute. No, not as cute. If only Scoot could be a robot, then it'd be as cute. <laughs> Wally. <laughs> All right, I changed my mind. <laughs> in the early 70s. Uh-huh. Not early, just in the seventies. I put the early in there. In the seventies, an Australian Wait, invented. Um, they invented the three <laughs> spin. He had a beep boop beep loading. In the seventies, an Australian invented the three fin system on the shortboard. This was the last eminent step which led to the shortboard as we know it today. So, so we haven't changed anything since the 70s. Not really. Why is that true for literally everything? I don't know. Everything hasn't been changed since the 70s. Do you know what the three fin system is? I'm guessing it's that thing I recognize. When I think a surfboard, there's like a fin on top and two on the bottom. Or bottom top. Something like that. In the back. There's, both in the butt. They're they're on the same side. They go in the water. No way. Yeah. Oh, I guess you don't want to get poked in the butt. Yeah, they're they're to stabilize it in the water. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So, yeah, since then, it's not really... No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. It went from these big boards to Mm -hmm. shorter boards and then wetsuit. I think they're like five to six feet versus Mm -hmm. seven, eight, nine, like... So, is this the first time in history where status was gained by something smaller for a man? Uh, not... Rome did it. For what? Genitals. <laughs> oh, men always thinking about ancient Rome. <laughs> I don't think that's what that was. <laughs> I thought it was with the marble statues. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, oh, you know what? It was, yep, definitely. That doesn't sound very convincing. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it, though. Anyways... Now it's time to talk about <laughs> Eddie Acal. Acal. I thought you were going to go with, like, aquifers, right? Or roads. I don't know. And I was trying to think of something that Rome did that really changed the world. And you were like, Marble there's statues. statues of their penors. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's where you went? <laughs> I thought that's where we were going. I, well, I was implying that. But yes, I went there. But I was using... <laughs> well, I'm amused. Don't touch my foot. No. Focus! <laughs> okay, back to the story. Okay. So distracting. Um, Eddie a cow. A cow? He's a cow now. That's good. I know. That's how I keep wanting to say it. You said it so good. Aikua? Aikua. Aikua? Aikua? Eddie Aikua. I like it. A cow. <laughs> that's how I keep wanting to read it. Eddie a heifer. Eddie. We're just going to stick with Eddie. Eddie was Eddie. born in... Eddie. Kahuluia? Ka... Kahuluia. Kahuluia. You're looking at me like I know these things. K-A-H-U-L-U-I. 
Kahului. Kahului. Kahuli. 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 I don't know. U I Kaulua. In Maui. Kaulua. I'm gonna say this with confidence. Yeah. Kaulua. Um, Maui. Uh, just say Maui. Who? <laughs> well, we're, we're I'm trying to get it right. Okay. He was born there. That was very wrong Maui, though. On both of our parts. <laughs> May fifth, nineteen forty six. Oh, the forties. Oh, you know 40s. what? He is a year older than my dad. Yeah crazy he first learned to surf on the shore break of kaluai harbor moved to oahu with his family in 1959 at the age of 16 he left school and started working at the dull pineapple cannery oh my god pineapples yeah <laughs> it's working your dream what? job i honestly do i do you get free pineapples i'm sure you do i mean from, it depends on how quick you are and how much you can stuff in your shirt. Yeah, it depends how, hung, how hungry. <laughs> Just have a wet shirt for the whole day. <laughs> I meant the jarred ones, but I guess you can put... <laughs> well, I thought we were talking about before it goes in the jars. <laughs> Pineapples. Got a wet, drippy shirt all day. <laughs> it's uh, hot. It's Hawaii. He used the money from the cannery to buy his first surfboard. Wow. His own bootstraps. Yeah. Wait, is when did Hawaii become a part of America? I will look it up. Because I know it's obviously, the, well, between it and Alaska. When I'm, they're both pretty recent. When? Did. Oh, we're all hearing how slow uh, Scoot types. Hawaii become a state? August 21st, 1959. Oh, so it's not even a state yet. No. Interesting. Seems like relevant know, information. I don't even know what it is. It's own country. Really? What? Wait, you think everything just waits for us to own it and doesn't exist until we own it? No, it just, I don't know. It could be like Puerto Rico. Gosh. To be fair. Yeah. Like, uh, we own you, but oh, you can't no. vote. In 1959, he left, to, he moved. So that's the year it became a state. I wonder if that's related. It's a big part of why I left China. Yeah. I don't talk about it, but I left because of world events. Well, he moved from Maui to Oahu, which is like... Oh, it's still Hawaii. It's still what? Hawaii. He just moving, <laughs> he's just moved islands. What are you... Impl- okay. Wow. Well, I'm just saying, you were saying that, oh, he wasn't... But he moved at 16, it became a state. Maybe they started opening factories and jobs and shit. That's, yeah, he went to the cannery. Okay, well... Bodes more research, but we like to speculate here. It's one of our favorite games. We sure do. He became... 16-year-old uh, surfer. Let's call him a speaker. Speaker. Well, he does speak. Well, good for but him. But he also surfs. This is more about him surfing. Usually they're pretty mutually exclusive. Well. <laughs> loose he, facts. Yeah, loose facts. <laughs> he became the first lifeguard hired by the city and county of Honolulu to work on the North Shore. So he must have been a good swimmer. Mm-hmm, yeah. Is what I'm hearing. He's a great swimmer, great surfer. Surfer. Swerfer. Him and his swerfer. He had a brother who was also a lifeguard with him and oh. also surfed, and he was good, too. But, but no one knows his brother's name? He's not as... I didn't write it down. <laughs> you trying to be Eddie and not the unnamed brother, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, his job. Interesting story choice you got. His job was to cover all the One beaches succeeding. between Sunset and Halawai. Uh-huh. Halawai. Sure, yeah, yeah. Which I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's it's pretty you didn't big. Pull up a map. 
Let me do that. All these opportunities. Um, I'm I'm sure it's big too. Wait, did he? That was like on one shift. He covered the whole thing. That was it. That one. Yeah, that was his job. But yeah, but did his like. Some nights he'd do the north side. Some nights he'd do the south side. No, I think he did the whole thing all the time. That's. It's a yeah. That's what. That's why it's so impressive. Okay, wait. I'm trying to figure out. I cannot spell these towns. Okay. Maps. When did? <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> this oh is a my nightmare. God. Just bear with me. Edit it. Edit it. Eddie. Okay, Honolulu, North Shore. Uh-huh. Sunset. P- so, okay, here's a... I'm turning it so she can see. Right. This is... Can I zoom out? That is the... Wailua. Okay. Which is close to what the other place he was talking about. Right. And then that's Sunset. So essentially, it's like... The, the entire whole, northwest. The whole northwest of Coast. the island. Um, it How many looks cities? Like, it's like it looks. It's over like two cities. miles. It's over two miles. That's um, that is. It's like ten miles. That is like early shitty hiring practices. Yeah, he's the first one, and they're like, cover the whole North Shore. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you have to make sure people don't drown. <laughs> I can cover what I can it's see like, and hear. Yeah, it's like ten miles, and cars are barely invented. I don't know what you want me to do. You're a surfer. You'll figure it out. Do they have horses? Oh, yeah. Surf over to them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, cool. Cool, cool. Use a cool, lifeguard. Cool, 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 cool. First lifeguard. Ever? At that place, yeah. Hired. First hired lifeguard by the city and county of Honolulu to work on the North Shore. I want to know if he was like, you need to hire me, and they created the position for him. Yeah. Maybe there's a story where he like saves someone's life all heroically. And they're like, "You want to do that again?" You want to do he's this? Like, no, man. That we'll was pay you. T- uh, well, mm, we'll will pay you. Will you pay me in pineapples? We will pay you in canned pineapple. I like pineapples. Well, it's canned. Do I have so... to hide them in my shirt? Yes. Oh, um, we keep the cans. You know so that's what? I'm part familiar of it. with that. We <laughs> <laughs> the cans are for us. Um. Oh, I had to put canless pineapples in my shirt. That's how you're paying me? Uh, you get... Yeah. It was canned. We open the cans. You get the contents. We keep the cans. What? <laughs> um, now, we're still in the 50s. When do you want to start? Uh, 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 as soon as you Monday. slather you me start in pineapples, Monday. baby. <laughs> Cover me in pineapple? Let's get started. <laughs> Let's fucking go. This is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know when this is. Okay. Well, he moved in 59. Yeah. So it's 60. So we have the wetsuit. Yeah. Around, or we're about to discover the wetsuit. Yeah. But he probably didn't have one. I'm sure they're expensive. It's, it's Hawaii. It's warm. Oh, they're just doing their thing. It's warm water. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful there. You don't need a wetsuit. The wetsuit was for cold Pacific Ocean, California, where it's freezing. You know Hawaii's in the Pacific Ocean. I know, but it's tropical. Okay. I don't know. I hear you. I don't know what it is. California Pacific Ocean is so cold. Yeah. You never get in it. Even when it's like 100 degrees out, you get in there. The water is like whole bucket 50 of water degrees. Seeds. It's mm-hmm. freezing. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you don't get in it. Um, 
So how many people do you think died while he was a lifeguard? How much pineapples did he get? Um, he got a lot of pineapples. Uh, I'm going to go with a nice round 5,000. 5,000 people? No, not really. That's a lot. How long it's was he a lifeguard? more than the island. Uh, I, I, I see, I have no reference here. It's like when I was like, how many emus were there? Um, I don't have a time frame. Okay, well, obviously it's like zero or one or two. Are one of those answers correct? Yes. I'll go with two so Eddie can feel good about himself. He saved everyone. No one died while he that was That you on. know of. Well, according to this, yeah. No, while he, while he served his lifeguard at Waima Bay, uh-huh, uh-huh. no one died on his watch. Some people did go missing. He saved more than 500 swimmers. Oh, my God. Yeah. And no uh, one died. You definitely increased his cred in my mind with that statement. So I was just like, well, people go missing. He would, like, apparently, we'll get into this a little later, but he would, like... Make out with them? Yeah, no. Maybe, but it's called CPR. Like, yeah, no. It's called CPR, <laughs> all right? But he was... He didn't care if it was scary or if he got hurt or if he died. He was going in there and he's going to save people. Like, he really cared about the job. He was passionate about it. He wasn't just there this for the pineapple. So strange for a topic of an important person to actually care about human life. It's yeah. Wild. Yeah, no one died. And he saved over 500 swimmers. And they didn't have... How come so many swimmers are fucking up in Hawaii? Aren't they all Hawaiians? Or are they it's probably Americans? touristy. Okay. It's pro- that's my guess. I don't know. They did become a state. Riptides, sharks, I don't know. But they didn't have jet skis. They didn't have any of that. He literally just had a surfboard. Uh-huh. And he was saving people. Cool. Um, I'm very impressed. Yeah. So in 1977, that's the Do next date I have. you think when he hit number 500, it was like when McDonald's sold a million burgers and they had like a little person waiting on shore with a confetti stick? No, we all know they had one candle in a can of pineapples. <laughs> Here you go. Bonus. You get to keep the can this time. <laughs> yeah, you get the can. Oh, free free can. Sweet. We kept the pineapple, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> big business. Big business. So, the, yeah, the dates go from 1959 when uh-huh. he was 16 to 1977. So that stuff was happening in between there. I don't have okay. the dates. Um, in 1977, Eddie won the Duke. Wait, we're in the 70s now? Yeah. So we're in, through the wetsuit. Wetsuits are probably way more common. The three fin. He's like in his 30s. Yeah. Yeah, he's in his 30s. And everyone's got the three. Okay. They got the three fin, the shortboard. So tricks are now in style. I right? got one more question. Yeah. How common is weed in Hawaii? I have no idea. I only ask because it's, I don't know. it's such a staple of surfer culture that yeah. I know in the state, in the continental states, excuse me, um, and I have no idea how... I think they're riding high on the waves. I <laughs> don't need weed when you got crispy Hawaiian waves. Crispy crunchies? Crispy crunchies. That's what they used to call them. Crispy Loose crunchies. <laughs> so in 77, I Eddie won the Duke... Kahana Moko, Moku. Kahana Moku. He won it? Invitational Surfing Championship. In 77, he won that. Where's that? It was in Kahana Moku. Oh, so it's know. in Hawaii? It's in Hawaii. Okay, wow. 
um, there's a lot of surfing competitions in Hawaii, from my understanding. Okay, maybe that not makes a, sense. maybe not a t- like maybe like three, but <laughs> Hawaii is one of the surfing places. It is. I think Australia is too, but I did not do research on that. So in seventy eight. Seventy eight. Nineteen seventy eight. Year of our Lord. A thirty-one-year-old Eddie joined a Polynesian voyaging society's thirty-day, twenty-five-hundred-mile journey from Hawaii to the Tahitian island chains. Okay, what? So that was a lot of information. So he joined. He volunteered to join this Polynesian voyage. So it's a society. They were going to do a 30-day trip, 2,500 miles. Uh-huh. They were going to go from Hawaii to Tahiti. Now, I'm sure this would offend some people, but is it like a Civil War reenactment? So, yeah, they were going to use traditional Polynesian boats. Okay. And they were going to—it was like they were celebrating it. Yeah, they were going to reenact it, oh, see cool. if they could do it, how they did it, what it was like, all that, right? Yeah. And there was like— think there was like they definitely did it in the past because people were in hawaii yeah i can't remember i I didn't write down how many people there were but i think it was i think there was like hundreds great ice age maybe a land bridge just showed up yeah i think on this trip though there was like 20 30 people going Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um following the route once taken by polynesian migrants so yeah they were gonna reenact it cool um wait backwards though right yeah. I mean, I don't know if the ocean works that way. I don't think it does either, but we're not going to. Did they not think of that? They were, That's the, literally the world my first spins thought. one way. Like, you can go back to where you came from, but you can't take the exact route. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about sailing. I, In my mind, I'm like, it's water. You can go whatever way you want. But I guess it all comes down to, like, the current and the wind blowing and all that stuff. Yeah. The Time current of year. is a big deal. Yeah. And the, it has its own agenda, just like the liberal left. Yeah. So it left the Hawaiian Islands on March 16th, 1978. Okay. It's a double-hold voyaging canoe. So it's one of those classic, like, Moana. Yeah, good reference. But bigger. So it had a two or three? It had two. But it's big, it holds more than just two people. Like it, it holds like 20, 30 people. When she has the flashbacks to her ancestors, yeah, they one have of the, the one of the ones. big ones. Yeah. Okay. Um, it developed a leak in one of the holes and started to capsize. It, How soon? 12 miles south of the island of Molokai. You're just reading... I'm giving you answers. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I don't think they even got that far. No, no 12 miles is like... Yeah. Well, you can't see land anymore. No, but, but you haven't settled. It's like on the road trip when you're like, we just hit the highway. Yeah. But we can still... We know all the exits. Yeah. Like, I know... I've been I'm, past all this shit I, a million times. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a storm. Yeah. I didn't yeah. read it. I didn't write it down, but I'm pretty sure there was a storm. Or it, orcas. Could have been orcas. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> well, they started... were in traditional and not wealthy yachts. So yeah, those so orcas the, the, were like, they're cool. They're cool. Tastes like work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, 12 miles. Like, if you're going 
two knots, which I think is slow. <laughs> but that's not even a day. They haven't even been gone a day yet. Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't know. I don't know knots. I know what I, I they think are. knots is like how fast you're going in kilometers. Right. But I could be wrong. They went 19 kilometers. So you just going, said tw- oh, because you said 12 miles. Yeah, okay. so if you're going two knots an hour, I don't uh-huh. know. Anyways, they didn't even make it 24 hours yet. It's starting okay. to capsize. So Eddie decides nice. that... How long was the trip supposed to be? 30 days. Oh, that's right. That's right. 2,500 miles. They made it 12 miles. Ooh. Oof. They barely got out of town. That's not even... A, that can't, you can't do that in 30 days. Yeah. If so you're just going... To- they're so close that Eddie decides that he's going to attempt to get help on a surfboard. That he's going to go back, get help. But don't help. you need, like, the waves cresting the beach? I guess he's going to swim towards yeah, the waves. Yeah. He's going to essentially swim on a surfboard to land to get somebody to help everyone else. Okay. Okay. Um, let me find my spot. The, the rest of the crew. So the rest of the crew is rescued. Uh-huh. But Eddie, they didn't hear from Eddie. They just show. They found him. They found they him? They rescued. They found the people. Oh. That were on a boat, stranded. Yeah. The people think, oh, Eddie must have helped us. Yeah. But the Coast Guard just just happened to find him. Eddie is lost at sea. And that's the last we hear of him? That's the last we've ever heard of him. So this is one of those stories of this is what happens if you're a good person? Yeah. I, I, I want you to think about the good people in your lives. I, I've known a couple, not too many. Yeah. Like, truly good-hearted and then think about how they go through some real fucked up shit i i know some personally and i'm just like it's the worst yeah yeah it says that he removed his life jacket Uh because it was hindering his ability to paddle he's got to go like 12 miles or something yeah he had to make that risk reward decision in the span out of history of high risk and he got high rewards and I mean he saved 500 people he hasn't let anyone down that we know of That we know, well he let those people down <laughs> <laughs> no he's, he's trying to save them right and so he's like I gotta get there they're counting on me he doesn't know that they're gonna get that they're getting saved of course not How so would he, he takes know? his life jacket off they, they look for him and it says it's the largest air sea search in Hawaiian history they found nothing ooh goosebumps I mean that's yeah he just up. just disappeared in the storm. He was um, he returned to his throne as king under the sea. That's my head cannon. In honor of Eddie Akau, Eko, Aqua, Aqua, Aqua. I don't know. Um, I'm just saying it with confidence. <laughs> Quicksilver. Uh huh. You know oh, what yeah, that yeah. is? The company. Yeah. I recognize their logo in my head. Um, they made a surfing competition. Okay. In honor of him. Affectionately known as the Eddie. What's it about? It's, um... Do you have to, like, help people? It's... No, it's a surfing competition. Okay, I'm just wondering. No, it's... What it is, is we're going to get into it more. That's part of the story, too. But they made a um, surfing competition. It's got a longer name. The Eddie Aqua Big Wave International. That's the full name. They just, people just call it the Eddie. Okay, that's a cool name. Um, leaves 
leaves a little bit to the imagination, but it says also that to open the waiting period surfers never mind, that doesn't make any sense. I did a lot of copy and pasting. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, I guess they tr- it's saying that they What's locals... fun for me is that you chose to like read someone else's writing and I know that when you read you skip words and change words. And so it's, yeah. <laughs> who knows it's, what's happening over there? It's saying that they made so they made this competition for him in honor of him and it says that locals and other surfers and tour championships all that they all travel out to the spot where the uh boat went down at sea in honor really? of eddie yeah oh that's in the it's not a lot of jokes for that one that's really nice it's kind of wholesome all right what it's weird why is it weird <laughs> um i enjoy wholesome things they are few and far between it's weird so because cool. it's wholesome? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's nice to hear. It says in the 80s, bumper stickers and t-shirts with the phrase, Eddie would go, start popping up around the Hawaiian Islands and the rest of the world. Um, according to maritime historian, uh, Eddie was a legend on the North Shore, pulling, mm-hmm. this is a quote, pulling people out of the waves that no one would no one else would dare go into um that's where the saying come from eddie would go when no one else would or could so eddie would go is like a big saying yeah we should bring that back yeah i think we could use a little bluster and activism in our very apathetic your generation and my generation they're just like what's the point we're screwed from the beginning. Yeah, not my problem kind Why of thing. Why even try? Yeah, like you in politics at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. it if Politics literally affect every part of your daily life, whether you admit it or not. If you don't admit it, it's because it's working out for you. Good for you. But for some people, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Well, for him, it was a big deal. Yeah, Eddie would go. Eddie would go. Eddie would do the work. It says the phrase originated during the first Eddie contest, which was in 1985. Um, wow, so a few years after. A few years, yeah. I guess they I had mean, a mourning period. Yeah, he went, he was lost at 78. Mm-hmm. 85 is the first year they have the competition. It says the waves were huge and the conditions were extremely dangerous. Um, they were discussing whether they should do it whether they should not do it is it too scary like is it worth people risking Risk their lives reward. for this and apparently Mark Fu looked at the conditions and said Eddie would go and the phrase stuck so they all did it for Eddie did any of them die? I, you know I tried finding that information I could they not find the, it they buried the lead there I could not find it all <laughs> I found was like you know obviously Eddie's story mm-hmm. anytime I was looking up because his name is in the competition and I'd look up death it was always talking about his or why they did it and it's I could never find how I couldn't find like if there's like coral reefs around that are dangerous and I think mostly it's that these waves are huge right they're like 30 40 foot tall waves yeah and yeah once you're in it like nobody can really help you until the waves pass and then they can try to get you but 
usually go down where the waves are crashing. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's just... It's crazy. How that is you, kind of a bummer. How are you doing? Uh, I'm, I got, I'm not as comfortable making jokes. <laughs> it's a little serious today. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Eddie would go. So the Eddie... I mean, okay, all right, listen. The Eddie would go thing, it's, it's a gambler. Yeah. He's a gambler. Yeah. And so, um... I take a lot of risks in life, but I'm personally, I'm like, the reward better be like worth the risk. If right. the reward isn't like really, really good, then why are you doing the risk? Um, and so I guess I just don't get the surfer vibe. So I'm leaving space for that. My lack of understanding of what it is to be on the waves. Because as you know, I'm not an ocean. I respect the ocean right, and its right, ability yeah. to kill yeah. me. <laughs> I think for Eddie, it was all about helping people. But then the and... the whole phrase doesn't make sense to me. Because they're saying Eddie would go have fun in the waves. No, Eddie would go save people's lives. Right. And now they're going to go put their own life in danger well, so someone it... else might have to save them. They're doing it in honor for him. And ho- hope Eddie saves them? It... it doesn't quite make sense to me. I hear you. Just embrace it. That's what I'm saying. I, you know, I'm leaving space that I do not fully empathize with what it is to surf. Yeah. And if it is like this spiritual awakening, if it's like this moment that's better than any moment in your life, I can get that you would make a high risk to get there. The reward is bigger. I get that. Yeah. Even though I don't get it. (laughs) I can think beyond my own emotions and sympathize with it. However, you've painted Eddie to be like a person who saves lives, but then the moral is, you know, go have fun and risk your own life for nothing. And so that is my discordant, and I feel like maybe we're just missing key information that'll match that up. I think it's like a be brave thing. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, but there's be brave when you're like jumping off a building to parasail and then there's be brave um if you're scared of heights you know go and grab someone who's about to fall off the ledge and so that's i hear you what's your priority there yeah but i guess they're i don't know enough about it to i it, to me it makes sense uh-huh to me it makes sense but it's like a selfish bravery versus a, a putting Selfless. others first yeah. bravery. Yeah. And, you know, on the other hand, maybe Eddie should have had a few more boundaries. Or maybe if he hadn't had his whole self-worth built up around his ability to save others, which is what you said he built his reputation on. That's probably what everyone talked about. That was where his personal value of himself came from. And then he has the opportunity to save everybody. And what is he going to do? Sit around and do nothing? That's literally how he defines himself yeah. in that moment. So there's nothing else that he would do. That is his only option. Or or if he doesn't do it, he's ruined his own self-image anyway. And he has to start all over. And that's a really tough thing to go through. But it's a shame that his worth was put on just saving people. Is it? Or is it a shame that they put their own lives at risk for the name of bravery. I think you're going too deep. Oh, have I lost you? No. 
Okay. No, I'm still here. Okay. I meant, are you not engaging anymore? I'm what? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm engaging. Great. So the Eddie, also known as the Eddie Ikua Big Wave International, mm-hmm. um, is a big wave surfing competition held at Waima Bay. Um on the north shore of Oahu. So that's where he used to lifeguard. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And hopefully someone really good lifeguards there now. Yeah, now they've got... To help all those people who would go like Eddie and then get stuck in the waves. I watched videos and stuff, and there's, Uh like, jet skis with, like, you know, the thing hooked up to the back that floats so people can hold on to it. No, like... Are you messing with me? (laughs) Kind of. I just thought that'd be funny. Um, life rafts. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, it kind of looks like a sled, like a snow sled strapped to the back of a jet ski. That's kind of what I picture. So yeah. that's cool. It's like got handles on it so they can grab them and pull them out of the way and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like they're just going, all right, go out there. <laughs> um, so I looked up a little bit of why it's so dangerous. I didn't get a ton of information. Specifically on the North Shore? Specifically or? this area. Okay, cool. Um, it says, Waima Bay is one of the most beautiful beaches on the island. It's also known all over the world for its gigantic winter waves. Oh. So it's like a special time of year where there's these giant waves that come. Okay. Right? Do yeah, the, yeah. all this stuff. The current. Science. Physics. Magic. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> it is to us because yeah. we don't understand it. I mean, if you were just there, Unexplained science. you'd be like, wow. Yeah, right? <laughs> Scientists have to ruin it. <laughs> we're coming um, for you next, science. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, it says the bay is like a lake during the summer months. There's not that many waves. It's pretty calm. However, in the winter months, it becomes very dangerous with waves reaching sometimes 30 feet high. See, I think it's something messed up in my head because I assume all surfers surf in giant waves. Yeah. What do they usually surf in? The little three foot waves that we have? I mean, we Those saw that seem guy. Too small. Yeah, but I feel like maybe 10 feet. Enough to stand in, but uh-huh. they're kind of crouching most of the time. Yeah. But it's not like these 30 foot waves. Like That's true. That's like. What is our house like? Our house is. Foot? No, our house is like 18 feet, I think. So it's like two of our houses. Yeah. Our house is lifted. That's pretty crazy. That's it's big. It's a big wave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the shore break and backwash are some things experienced swimmers and surfers are always on the lookout for. So even if you're an experienced swimmer and you do all this stuff, it's just the water is the ocean. The ocean is powerful. Uh, yeah, right? I know. <laughs> That's why I'm like, why are you putting yourself in danger? Yeah, in the name of someone who saved people. But again. I'm not in server culture. I leave space to not understand. Land lover. <laughs> I am a land you lover. Land lover. A land lover. Um, it's true. How many pirates knew how to swim? That's what I want to know. That's a great question. Yep. That's a I great question. I doubt many of them. Yeah. Just I mean, grab all the these, floaty bit. <laughs> you know all these surfers know how to swim because that's how you get off of a surfboard. Right. You fall off of it. And you swim back to it. That's insane. Right? You just fall off. Um, It says that the waves there have broken their own record for the Guinness 
in the Guinness Book of World Records of uh-huh. the biggest waves. Like that is the place where the biggest waves are, and they've broken their own record. Mm-hmm. Um, so the tournament, I don't know a ton about surfing tournaments. Right. I know normally it's like they pick. It's not about the biggest waves. They just they try to pick a place from. It's very basic understanding. They try to pick a place with good waves, uh-huh. consistent good waves that like form those really nice. Um, like crispy tunnels, tunnels and they're like crispy crunchies, <laughs> smooth tunnels where it's like where it's more about the tricks you do, yeah, like um, almost like freeboard freestyle snowboarding. It's okay, all about cool. the tricks you do, and it's like you get points for all this. This one, I don't Just know. Survive. I read on how Fatality. the point system works, but I don't really understand surfing enough. Uh-huh. But this one's. Um, different it's unique because it's all about these big waves and it's called the eddy it's called the eddy yeah the tournament is known for its unique requirement that open ocean swells reach a minimum height of 20 feet they will not do this competition they've only done it 10 times since 1985 i had the dates wrong because we just switched years it said they were holding one january 22nd 2023 and so i was like that's coming up it was coming up but it was last year did it go they did it yeah that's the last one to happen but they've only that was the 10th one well if there's another one we should see if we can catch it on the tubes yeah that's why i was excited because we could get to watch it but we didn't get but so yeah they've only done it 10 times because most of the time it just doesn't work out there's a window for when these waves will be there and most of the time the waves aren't big enough and so it doesn't happen but all these people are on standby Right, they do a big ceremony. They're, you know, in their free time, they're just packing pineapples. Yeah, they do a big like, ceremony oh, in the beginning. Pineapple. People, you know, they there's like forty people in the competition, uh-huh. and they all show up. They do a big ceremony, and then they hope that they get to do it. And then, as we know, they've only done it ten times. Um, the it says yeah that they usually when it's getting above twenty feet, they're actually going to thirty feet. 20 feet is just the minimum requirement. Um, Only 10 times. The competition window is between December 1st and the last day of February. So it's winter. But it's not that cold because it's Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, it's tropical. It says that um, the North Pacific provides enough energy for the waves because of magic. (laughs) it says each day ah. ocean swells conditions weathers like oceanographic ocean graphers oceanographers what oceanographers wow let's spell oceanographers oceanographers meteorologists and big wave surfing experts provide information so they're trying to make this happen every year it's just you know you can't make it happen every time oh you got to do it on the girls time the oceans time yeah and then um if it's not held if they miss it they just try again next year um i wish we could all live more like the ocean right we're just living we're our just lives doing our thing if we're not ready we're not ready you're gonna yeah. have to wait big fucking whoop each year 28 Makes to 40 it more special. surfers you're welcome <laughs> yeah yeah On, well there's only been 10 you're like yeah. wow it's happening it's oh, ha- my, oh my it's god Twenty-eight to forty surfers. That's how many people are in this competition. Ooh. Okay. Um. 
Worldwide, right? They do, and they all participate. Every year they do this. They participate in the opening ceremony, Blessing of Eddie Ikau. <laughs> I can't say it right. He's a, a cow. Aqua. Aqua. So they do a big ceremony uh-huh. to honor Eddie, whether it happens or not. Um, Pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to read through the last of this. Okay, so here's the... Okay, eat... Fill the air. Fill the air. <laughs> I'm just thinking about... Wait, is there more story? Because I was thinking about like no, the moral. That's the story. Now we're getting into the things that happen after because of that story. Oh. Are there any good things? Just a surfing competition. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big thing. Yeah. We already got through that. Yeah. So is now is the time for we're, me to do the recap? No, I'm still talking about the surfing competition. Oh. I was going to read more about it. Tell me in your own words about it. Yeah, that's what I want to hear. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that's that. That's what we need is your own words. Now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so pressured. So they do two rounds each. So it doesn't say how they score points. Okay. It just says that they score points. So if you want to know how surfers score points, I'm sure it's very complicated. But... <laughs> So they go out, yes. and there's 40 of them, right? So uh-huh. they go out in groups. There's about four or five groups, and okay. they have two rounds. Like, they have a couple chances, right? Right. And it says that the score... Is this like bumper cars? No, no. They that take, I'm not interested. They take turns. Oh. They just go out in groups because, you know, one person goes, and then they got to go all the way back out there, and the next person goes. Um, Come on. It says that... The surfers' four best scoring waves over both rounds. Uh-huh. So, they, you know, they do a couple waves. They do. They get two turns to do two separate turns to do a couple waves. Right. The best score of their four is their score. Gotcha. Does that make sense? It's okay. It's pretty simple. It is, right? Um, the participants are not allowed to use personal watercraft to tow themselves into the waves, which I thought was crazy, and that's why I wrote it down. I mean, these are 30-foot waves. And I guess I've, I'll just swim out there. I need some pineapples, Joe. Yeah. Like, I've seen videos of people doing bigger waves than this, but they're getting pulled by a jet ski uh-huh. to go the speed, and then they get, they let go, and they're already in the wave. These guys are literally just sitting out there in the water yeah. on their surfboard, and then they have to paddle, like, get get into this wave, and then get on the surfboard while they're in the middle of this 30-foot wave. And, like, that's how they do it, which is insane. It is. That is um, extreme sport level. Yeah. I guess I should put surfing, this kind of surfing up there in my mind with rock climbing, which is an extreme sport. It's insane, right? Yeah. And And um, like avalanche skiing and snowboarding. Yeah. Not like, like just, doesn't make... anyone can go skiing and snowboarding, but I'm talking about the kind where they drop you onto a mountain kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, okay, I've got one more thing. This is the last thing. All right. And then what I want to hear your personal wrap up. So, ooh, quiz time. Last year, January January 2023 uh-huh. was the first year that women were part of the competition. Why are you got to ruin such a nice episode? It, well, it's big news. Wait, they were allowed or just someone got they in? They were in it. There were 6 of them in it. So, probably before that someone could have done it. Yeah. 
but it's the first year they did it. All of a sudden, we're not evolving that quickly. Yeah. <laughs> sure, we now it's co-ed. Cool. I guess I'm still waiting on like football and shit. Yeah. So you know, yeah, not all women can surf or play football, but you know what? Neither can most men that I know. If not all the men that I know. <laughs> None of them yeah, could do that surf. shit. I can't surf. Ow. <laughs> Did you run into your mic? Maybe. 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 Okay, let's hear your personal recap. Okay, so we've got little baby Eddie. Um, that's got like his little Moana moment. He was born in Hawaii, runs out to the ocean, and the ocean's all cute and giving him shrugs, looking at him quizzically. And he's like, um, are you the best thing ever, or are you the ultimate cause of my death? And thus we have the beginning of Shakespearean tragedy, which is what the story is. Honestly, uh, it's like, I want to say Twelfth Night, no, The the Tempest. I want to, <laughs> I really want to go back and revisit that story by Shakespeare. Um. So yeah, it, it's a beautifully written tragedy of this man who built up an amazing reputation, was at home in the water and saved yeah. a bunch of people when he asked for, in my mind, like somehow acquired the very first ever lifeguard job. Yeah. Which is usually means like, Someone made that job happen for that person. Right. And it goes well, and then more people get it, right? Yeah. And uh, saved a bunch of people, got a really good reputation. Then he won a big showboaty surfer prize and got really popular, I assume, after he won that. Yeah, I'm sure he was well known. And then he was riding the wave of his fame and the burden of his reputation, which I'm sure we have all experienced that at some point. Went off to a Civil War reenactment, a uh, Polynesian style, and um, thought everyone was going to die. And so it was like, I have to save them, because that's who I am. He is Superman. And then the joke was on him. <laughs> and he died, and everyone else lived. That is an alternate ending to that Spider-Man conundrum. You know, the classic thing where it's like, save your girlfriend or a bus full of people? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? And for him, it's like, well, Spider-Man just dies. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else makes it. No Spider-Man. That's what happened. That's real life for you. Yeah. Um, and then uh, posthumously, once everyone had a moment to grieve, uh, they set up a competition to celebrate his sportsworthiness and selfish aspects of his Bravery. I can't get over it. I'm sorry. But it is pretty cool. I really like the Eddie would go phrase. And I think we could bring it back and I would be quite pleased. Yeah, it would be too. Mm -hmm. It would be really nice to have a role model like that today. That isn't just trashed. That's a really good point. By pop culture. Either the left or the right. Probably the right because the right likes trashing people. But um, it would be really nice to have another positive role model and it sounds like he's kind of even though he wasn't 26 he's kind of part of the 26er club it kind of it's the same feeling yeah or yeah. Heath Ledger right yeah you end it you you 
Your your light is cut off at the peak of its brightness. And then he had the awesome surfing claim. How, either, how am I doing? You either die a hero or see yourself become a villain. Was that Batman? He died. A, yeah. You said he's Fletcher. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I do. I pulled up just real quick. We don't have to watch a lot. I pulled up the 2023 highlights. Okay. We're not going to watch it on the podcast. Okay. We don't have to. Okay. But we could link it. Yeah. Um, so if you want to see the highlights from just a year ago mm-hmm. and what people are doing, and then we'll watch it our, on our own without you. <laughs> so join us after the podcast. Check it out. Like, rate, and subscribe. Wait, we got to do the moral of the story. Oh, too soon. Jump in the gun here. Um, yeah, don't like, like, rate, or subscribe. Yeah, don't do that yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, I think my moral of the story is that um, reputation is everything. That's a good one. It's mine. It's it's been proven true throughout my life and proven true throughout most of these stories. Yeah. I don't Perception really have one. is reality. Perception is reality. You're coming up with good ones. Thank you. Uh, you could say Eddie would go. Eddie would go. <laughs> I think between I'm us, just drawing a blank. It's more dangerous if I pick up that slogan, and more balanced if you pick up that slogan. Yeah, Scoot. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm already like, yeah, let's go. And let's you're like, do it. No. <laughs> I think it's more of like a fuck it. Life's too short. Yeah. Right. Eddie would go. I mean, go. it's true. But the difference between 30-something years and 60-something years is still a drop in the bucket. Yeah. In terms of the universe, so. Yeah. Make a difference. All right. Fuck it. That's my moral. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have quite the same ring to it. No, it doesn't. It's not as nice sounding. All right. Can I do it now? Yeah. Can I do the thing? Okay. Like, write, and subscribe. Review. If you dare or not. I read that wrong. Yeah, if you dare. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you dare, you mm, won't. Happy New Year's if happy you dare. New, happy New Year's. It is. <laughs> this is why I usually listen. <laughs> what is it? It says, subscribe, rate, and review. Or not, you do you. Boo-boo. And I said... If you dare. If you dare. <laughs> Classic scoot reading skills. <laughs> I'm just, I know it's, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Thanks to Sir Teresa Sudam for the music. Oh my gosh, amazing music. We really appreciate it. She is artist of the month. Really? Uh, out in Denver right now. That's so cool. At our radio station. Yeah, heck yeah. Good for her. I know. Uh, really excited. Get it, Teresa. All right, leave a comment and let us know what stories you want us to talk about. Oh, you know what's coming up. What? I've been promising this for a minute. Social media. 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 <laughs> anyway, if you are having trouble re-liking or reviewing as I am, I don't know about you, but I find the whole process... Confusing. Uh, annoyingly difficult. Yeah. It's like a way to keep Anyway, I got my opinions, um, but I'll be doing some social media, which you'll see in the links if 
hopefully you're on a similar social media as us and I'm probably going to have to join some social medias that I don't want to but I'll do yeah. it for the fan the one <laughs> the one fan for you <laughs> yeah it's an up close and personal podcast we're just desperate for better stories I'm just kidding this <laughs> yeah. is a great story this is a great you're story you're so sweet I was pretty confident about my last one and this one I was like oh, I just hope it goes well it did go well I think so too well done. Well done. And thank you, listeners.